You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Hi, Binky. Welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm Anya Marina, and to my left, the gorgeous and talented <laughs> Thanks, Anya. Phil Hanley. Thank you. It's me. And we have we have two special guests today. Ex- We're I'm so super excited. pumped. Yeah. You brought these people in. Yes, I did. Yeah, this is uh, these vagrants. <laughs> are you going to introduce them? I will. Sean? I will. Okay. I will. We have uh, to my right, Mr. Joe List. Hello, I comedian. Guess, I guess I'm unattractive. No, no, I'm such so sorry. Such an attractive the, thing. The life, incredible. And vivacious Joe List, Ooh, and one of my favorite comedians. I'll take it. And to his right, the very pretty, the very funny. Well, I have I have yet to experience her comedy, but she I know that she does not need a lot. She did not have breakfast this morning. Mm. She she has she's got she's pleased by small things like a Chipotle gift card and my penis and your penis. Your oh, your <laughs> your friend, your gal pal, your partner in life, and comedian. Sarah Talmash. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Guys. Thank you guys Thanks for doing for it. Me. Oh, we're excited. Are you? Yeah, we wrote 10 minutes each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were writing this morning. Oh, a Sarah, lot of comedy for this podcast? Yeah. yeah. We wrote the, sketches. Sarah and Joe, uh, obviously both hilarious comedians and our boyfriend and girlfriend in, in a very successful relationship. I would uh, appreciate if you referred to us as a power couple <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from now we're until the rest really of the podcast. really hard yeah. to be the Jay-Z and Beyonce of comedy. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fascinating. I you, asked Joe right at the top when we were doing our sound check, what is your mantra for this year? And he was like... Uh, first of all, what do you mean? Because I, I came up with a mantra when I was in Mexico, which I'll tell you about later. But oh. then he was like, oh, like a life goal? I just want to make more money. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'd like to be more successful. But we're pretty happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. You both okay. seem very happy. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I'm just on top of the together? world. together? <laughs> we don't. We live two blocks apart. Which yeah, is which a, is perfect. Perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. But you sleep at Sarah's house every night. I sleep yeah. at Sarah's every night, but I poop mm. at my own house. Oh, well, really? A, he, we would stay at his... <laughs> She poops at her house. Yeah, also. Um, <laughs> but he has a twin bed, so it's hard to sleep over there. I was, uh, I met, I met Joe. Joe's someone I like liked immediately. <laughs> I had heard about him a lot. I knew he had done. I knew he was like loved comedy. And then I went to his house, and his room is his bedroom is decorated like a green room. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it blew my <laughs> mind. Sticks on the wall. It's small <laughs> and it's painted green, and it was, there was headshots everywhere. Yeah. Oh, they like stare at you. <laughs> yeah, That's super while you're spooning. Creepy. Yeah, <laughs> who's headshot? So I'll, sometimes you sleep over, Sarah. Lots yeah. of comics. A couple times, you know. Uh, why would you get to sleep? Over? Oh, your sister I had will house stay. Guests. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was or a real spoon. Yeah, spoon sesh that night in the twin bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. <laughs> while Chris Rock is staring at you from the oh, wall. I, I well, wish it's I had like a Chris people Rock. we know. Oh, oh. Like, yeah. Nikki's on there. Oh, Nikki really? was one. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's headshot was there before we were dating. And Sarah wrote, I think of you constantly. And I took it serious. I was like, I think this girl's into me. Oh really? God, it was your vision board. You secreted yeah. her. Yeah. And then uh, who else is that? There's a lot of good comics. Nick DiPaolo is probably like, the biggest name. Maybe Gary Goldman. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so yeah. Nate Bergazzi. Nate. Nate. Well, Nate was <laughs> small potatoes at the time. but He's drinking <laughs> out of a water fa- faucet. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Nate Bargetzi's early headshot is him <laughs> drinking out of a water fountain. <laughs> he's like 20 years old. For some reason, he's at a... 
a bubbler, as we would call it. And <laughs> Wait, I, where are you from? New England. Oh, okay, a bubbler. I thought we, I thought people just called it a. Did you guys have that? Where yeah, we, we from? didn't call it a bubbler. You we come, didn't call it a bubbler. No, but you had things where you came to another place and said words where everyone was like, "We don't know what that is." Yeah, I'm we from, just talked about I'm that from on Canada. a podcast with the the New York Times or New York Magazine vocabulary quiz, where it tells you what part of the country you're from based on like. Certain questions like, what do you call that thing that has water coming out of it? Uh, uh, was oh, Bubbler on there? Yeah, My Bubbler big, was one of the options. Oh, wow. My big one was toque. Like a wool, in Canada, like a wool beanie is called a toque. Oh, I thought that was like a queef. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> a toque. <laughs> Let's no. start that, it's, Sarah. <laughs> it's, uh, no, and I still, yeah, if I say toque, people have no, because obviously it's not a real world, like yeah. word that you would be able to, it's like Bubbler, right? You also say soy. Uh, sorry? Yeah. I learned that <laughs> oh, for an addition. You, you nailed it, buddy. <laughs> I learned that for an addition. Soy. Sorry. But I say process weird. Yeah. yeah. I have a joke uh, yeah. where I say latte. process. Latte. He says latte, too. What are you supposed to say? Latte. Latte? latte? Yeah. Like oh, okay. you're real mellow in California. You just got a latte. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I've worked on sorry, though. Do you have a word, Sarah, that people didn't know? Is there? You're from Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a word in Houston that they don't say here? I don't think so. Oh, that would have been a perfect time to say the N-word. It would have oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone would have laughed so hard. It would have been great. <laughs> well, I, think, I think one of them is uh, feeder roads, which is the road that yes. gets onto the freeway. Oh, okay. I don't know feeder roads. Yeah. They don't have those in California, but I've seen them when I've toured. Yeah. They have those. They call them frontage roads yes. sometimes, right? Frontage roads is another term. Feeder roads. Interesting. Joe, do you have another one from Boston? Uh, uh, the liquor store we'd call a packy, short for package store. You'd say, "Let's go to the packy." Really? In and London, they say that, but it's racist. Yeah. yeah. Think, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Someone, uh, I said packy on my podcast, and someone wrote to me was like, "You know, that's a racial slur." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What? I didn't know that." Um, but is that why they, they, they do they call a liquor store a packy? No, they would call it. Run by packies, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's why. In Barcelona, there all the liquor stores, or a lot of them, are run by people from Pakistan. Uh-huh. So the the expats that live there that speak English would say, like, I'm going to go to the packy uh-huh. and get gum or whatever. But, but it feels to me like that... Chill. Maybe those people are saying, maybe that has changed meaning because it's always meant a package store for... 100 years in Boston. Why package? Did they wrap up the booze or something? Well, that's what it's actually, a liquor store is called, a package store. I've never heard of that. I've never heard that, no. (laughs) Maybe it's just called it there then. (laughs) Joe List, wake up. (laughs) Oh, Google, package store. Really? Yeah, I've never heard heard that. That's my mantra for the year. Go to more packies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to go to the packy. That means get booze? Get some beer. Yeah. Okay. In Canada, we have separate. We have a beer store, and then a liquor store is a separate thing. Oh, interesting! Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, you're a, so right. Well, yeah, a, we're not, I'm not lying over here. Oh, well. the, I, I googled package store, and a bunch of liquor stores came. Oh, up. Oh, really? I'd never heard that. Are they all in Boston? They should wrap things up in a little brown package. Yeah, I agree. Just like when you buy milk, it should come in glass bottles. Yeah. It doesn't. In in Ontario, where I'm from, milk comes in plastic little bags. Plastic bags? Yeah, like it comes, you, like you, buy, you buy a big bag and then it's a separate quartz in plastic bags and you put it in a pitcher and cut the top. What? Wow. Yeah, just in Ontario, not in the rest of the country. Like wine in a box? When you open it up, it's a bag of wine. Exactly, yeah. only it's of milk. Oh, that's so strange. In yeah. Russia, it used to be a carton of milk, but it was in a triangle shape. So it was like, if you can imagine, like a, a triangular, a three-dimensional tri- triangular thing. 
Like almost like a Capri Sun, but made of cardboard. And wow, really? It, and it was this disgusting, sweet, sweet milk. Oh, wow. And it was warm. They wouldn't refrigerate it. That's my earliest memory of Russia. Milk oh. bags is what we call breasts in Boston. Oh, really? Yeah, a pair of milk bags. Girls love that. Uh, <laughs> that part I made up. That's what won you over, <laughs> right, Don't, Sarah? Uh, yeah. Right. I was like, hey, you got a couple of sweet milk bags, sister. <laughs> Come over and see my stalker wall at yeah. home. <laughs> do, you, do you guys, do you find, because you're both, and this would be the two, a couple that was in the same profession, but do you, do you find that you get a break from comedy or do you feel that you guys just, would you, you must talk about comedy more than say you would if you were dating someone that wasn't a comedian. Yeah. Um, do you want to go? I don't. I always let Sarah speak first if she wishes to. Sarah, <laughs> that's why we're together. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, you're welcome. I think we talk a lot of we talk a lot of shop. Uh huh. It's probably majority of our conversation. See, I would think that's a pot because when the people that I like to hang out with the most uh, generally are people that I can just talk about comedy with, so I could see that being a good thing. I think it's great because people people are always like, "How can you date a comic?" I could never date a comic, but uh, you know all the same people, so there's so much in common to talk about. Yeah, like if I had a a, a non comic girlfriend, which I've had before, they can only listen so much about how someone doesn't book them or that one guy's an asshole. Yeah, it's hard to be like this person you don't know. Is a you know how this person yeah, you're yeah. gonna describe the person so we just know the person you're yeah like, God, another thing yeah uh, so I think it's it's easier and and also comedians have such a uh, unique sense of humor I think so it's you know a lot of people if someone you see someone get hit by a car we can be like that's hilarious <laughs> whereas you know a nurse might be like oh my God this poor person yeah. but that's what we <laughs> laugh about yeah hundred like percent of the time yeah we're yucking it up <laughs> well they say that. This is a generalization that men don't want to compete with their girlfriends at all. So how does that work? Is there any competition in a relationship of peers like you guys are? Um, I don't feel competitive. I, I'm, I like when Sarah's on stage and does well. I find it a, a turn on. Mm. Uh, so I don't have a thing where like, oh my God, Sarah's being funnier than I am. I don't think we're competing for the same thing. I mean, sometimes I have a little jealousy of how much work Joe gets. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he does work a lot. We're through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it a turn on to see, to see each other? Like, if you saw Joe kill. I don't know about you each be, other, but would you, not for me. Would you be more? Because I once heard this. I, w- I had a comic tell me, he's like, yeah, like, if, I, if my girlfriend comes to the show and I don't have a good set, then it's, like, reflected when we go home as far as, like, our sex. Whereas if I murder, it's, like off the charts mm-hmm. and I was like disturbed by that I was like oh my god I don't, I'm not gonna try new stuff in front of a lady anymore no I don't think you just don't care after a, a oh, okay. while well just cause you know that I, well I know that I have I could eat it uh-huh. you know and I wouldn't want him to treat me that way but I would have to say it would be hard to date somebody that's not funny on stage i think for you have to respect their work right? yeah, yeah yeah of course oh for sure could you imagine i can't even imagine <laughs> no there's people there's been the girls like comics where i'm like oh that girl's really attractive and then is on stage and i'm like i no way i could not be i could not be with this person Just how because, did you know you wanted to date sarah did you know her as a as a com- fellow comedian before obviously yeah we knew each other for a long time we were friends for a while how long were you friends Me- like two or three years. Yeah, wow, years. did you, had you obviously you had thought about, because she's so pretty, but I mean, how did you guys take it? How When did the tipping point happen from friendship to more? I did a lot of begging. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't uh, natural. I don't know. We were hung out a lot. 
Yeah. And we were friends. And then I was in a relationship and then she was in a relationship or whatever. And then um, we were both kind of around. I was like, that girl is really funny and attractive. And then we were hanging out. Oh, and then you got me a birthday card and you were like, anytime you want to hang out, let's hang out. And I was like, okay. And well, I had the headshot that yeah, said, I, like I think of you constantly. Joe. He was really nice. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. And we like the same things. Yeah. I was, think. was it one of those, because I've been in situations where you're friends with someone, but then you're not, like, it's like you're not sure if you're going to get together or whatever. Was it one of those things where you were in your head, like, okay, tonight's the night I'm going to try to kiss her, or tonight's the night I'm going to say I actually like you more than a yes, friend? Every night. And then uh, mm-hmm. I think I was with Norman one time and I was punching my steering wheel because I'm like, I'm a loser. I'm a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm not a, you know, confident fella. And then Sarah doesn't drink also. At the t- yeah, I don't drink now either. Yeah, and he drank a lot at that time. So <laughs> yeah, reservation. He, actually, yeah, he really did. Yeah. That's, that's harder, isn't it? Well, like yeah. a, a, I would say party drinking. Yeah, well, drinking uh, maybe. Yeah, I think binge. Not like wake up in the morning and vodka. No, but definitely by noon. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds creepy, but it's hard to hook up with someone when they're not drinking. Yeah, even just a couple drinks just gets you yeah, on the same playing level. Yeah, yeah. And then you can go in for the kiss. Like, I don't mean like bombed. But yeah, like a couple Your guard's drinks. down, for sure. Mm-hmm. But even like, uh, I've had friends say this who smoke, and if you're talking to someone, you're both having a butt, it could be like the boss, and you could be like the junior, junior employee. You're somehow kind of on the same level. Yeah. And I feel like if you have a couple drinks, you're just kind of in the same zone, like the same right. zone. So before I, I didn't make a move, I just kept being like, why don't we date? We should just date. You would just, say that to her? Yeah, it's not really a turn on. <laughs> no, I could see you. You're so charming. I could see you saying that and it being kind of funny, but it's putting it out there. Yeah. And then uh, one time Did I was really drunk. Did you take it seriously? Do you think he was just kidding? No, I think he was serious. I had reservations at first. Because he drank? A little bit of, yeah, that. Well, and, and then you just had finished, not really a breakup, but. Yeah, yeah. well, I'd been through a breakup like a year and a half before but then also i think a major incident i also got blackout <laughs> drunk and shit in a girl's apartment like within months Wait, on the floor or in uh, the bathroom yeah i didn't want on to the say floor. It. that was in november we started dating in june so it was like six months removed but sarah knew about the shooting incident Everybody yeah i knew because yeah. it was on podcasts and yeah oh I, so you didn't want him in your house yeah was that <laughs> you come over the newspaper all over she's like let me think I didn't know if I wanted That's to funny. date somebody that was in that pines had just done mm, that even yeah. six months yeah Right, but yeah. it wasn't on the street. So no, that's, that's true. A, that's no. an upside. And he wasn't aware that he was doing it. Yeah, I didn't. Which I don't know if that's, that's good. A I think that's better. I wasn't like, "This will be fun." Hey, check it out, ladies. <laughs> Is it an accident? Yeah, I just, oh. I, I don't remember doing it. I was uh-huh. blackout drunk, and I woke up, and there was. You know, it's fine. Faces. You don't have to go into it. But yeah. the point is that this it. woman, all, she 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 improved your life, is what you're saying. Who, Sarah, or yes. the person whose house I <laughs> pooped in? Uh, Sarah. Well, Sarah's improved my life, uh, you know, endlessly, of course. Uh-huh. But uh, I like how you speak of her. It's very sweet. Well, she, I, you know, she's my favorite person. Oh, I'm, I'm smiling <laughs> right here through, here through this whole podcast. Uh, yeah, you know what, Joe put me. Because there's a thing where guys kind of bitch about their girlfriends or whatever. Not every right. guy. Complain. Yeah, but I feel like hanging out hanging out with Joe uh, has been like a really pot. Like Joe's like a positive influence in my life. And part of it, and I mean, there's a lot of aspects, but part of it is Joe raves on so much about his relationship and his girlfriend. It's kind of put me in that mindset that I feel like I... 
I truly feel like I was like when I was look when I started dating someone else, I was like, I really want to be as like pumped about this as Joe is yeah. about Sarah. Oh, that's I it's honestly no, but I really quality. thought about that. Oh, Sarah's my background picture on my phone. Same here. Oh, <laughs> man. what's us? Yeah. So you guys got past the shitting and the yeah blackout and drunk thing, and you realized that you there was something about Joe that you really valued and liked. You knew you wanted to hang out with him. Yeah. Well, I always thought he was cute. And then uh, I got sober a few years beforehand, and I was on this thing of like dating guys that like you back. Mm-hmm. And so Joe was one of them. Yeah. And then it just stuck. So like the first year I thought was not rocky, but it was a, a little tough with the drinking. Then he quit, but he I quit can't. on his own. There you was quit? no ultimatum. I did. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. But not because, yeah, Sarah wasn't like, you got to quit, you pig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had to decide like, for yourself. I got to get my life together. Isn't it an anniversary? You, pro- uh, you just passed your anniversary. Yeah, I've been sober for two years and yeah. seven days. Hey, that's amazing. Days. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's exciting. It makes, I think it makes the relationship so much easier there's le- like 90 percent less fights when yeah well, both parties aren't drinking i would say almost 100 percent of relationship quarrels not 100 percent, but i've got to be 85 or 90 percent are are alcohol stemmed somebody is drinking right resentments come out uh, yeah i think and also uh, is if you don't i feel like the chances of cheating on someone if you do not drink plummet like yeah. if, if you're oh, yeah. sober because it doesn't even if you're completely sober it doesn't even cross your mind but especially if you're a comic you're in another city and you're by yourself you're lonely and drunk like it's like the perfect storm of when you might be unfaithful right but if you're not drinking it's i i don't know i can't imagine and i, I had a joke about it but i can't imagine like it's almost like it's you'd have, I feel like you almost have to be like psychopathic to have sex with a stranger completely sober. Like it's weird. I don't yeah. know. I couldn't do it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that, that is weird. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you're you stone so. Like yeah, hard enough you're to have st- sex sober with with the with the person you love it's, or like. It's hard enough to be in a room with a stranger. Like if it's just you and a stranger in an elevator, you're like, oh my god, this is excruciating. But then to be in a hotel and then to be like. You're going to have breath. Like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. Right. With well, no drinks. Yeah, it's nice because, like, um, I dated a girl previously who was in a relationship when we started dating. She was still dating a guy, mm-hmm. which is no good because then the whole time you're like, well, you could just leave. You just That's what you just did yeah. to that person. And then she was, like, 23 and drinking, and you're like, well, this is this person's, she's having sex with everybody. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But now with someone, Sarah, who's also not 23, but and sober, there's no, I don't have any thought of, like, Hmm, what the hell's going on over there? Yeah, yeah. How uh, long was it that until you decided on your own to quit drinking and you guys were still in the relationship? Um, How long until you we, had we, your epiphany? Oh, we dated for a year and a half while I was drinking, I think. Yeah, a year and a half we were dating. And I knew I, I, knew I had to quit since I was like 22. I was just mm-hmm. putting it off. Or I was like, well, maybe I, I'm trying to convince myself. And then, uh, yeah, then I was just like, I got to do this now. And then I did, and Sarah was supportive. Although at first, I think you were skeptical. Yeah. You well, were like, I mean, you hear it all the time from everybody. That's like, this is. I'm not going to drink anymore. And even I did it for ten years of like, I'm not going to drink anymore. And then a week later, mm-hmm. I'm having drinks. Right. Uh, so I was like, we'll just, you know, we'll just see. wait and see. Yeah. But never, I was never like, oh, all right, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, that's another huge. <laughs> You'll be shitting in the hall. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's uh, that's another huge bond too. Is comedy is such a unique uh, thing, is such a unique bond, and I think sobriety for people that had drinking problems <clears> is also <throat> such a unique bond. So we have little. Um, I agree, and I like what you said about um, you were going through a thing where you wanted to date somebody who liked you back. Yeah, I like how you put it. Like I was doing this thing. Like it's. You know, when you're when you are drinking, it's so much easier to accept less in your life, and then so it does feel like a novel idea when you know to choose something not self-destructive. Yeah, it's going against the grain of who you are because you're you're so like conditioned to. the other way. Yeah, so then you have to like re- not, and it sounds really bad when you're like I have to retrain myself if like you're forcing yourself, but like. You're just used to the other way, and so when you're with somebody that likes you back, it takes a while, I think. It, it is. sounded to like get used naturally, to it. though, you were attracted yeah. to Joe, so it wasn't like it was. I'm asking these questions because I'm doing the same. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm, I'll have five years in February, so oh nice, oh, congrats! It feels good. It feels like uh, you know, I I love my life a lot more. But um, I think a lot about like, you know, I'm attracted to alcoholics because yes. I am, you know. And so it's like, but I, I'm attracted to the ones that are recovering, <laughs> right? you know, well, or I'd how, like to be. Yeah. Well, even when I'm like, oh, Joe doesn't drink, but I'm like, oh, yeah, but he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm attracted to. But it's better to have a an alcoholic that's not drinking, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They tend to be real fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good people. Well, also, I think... Uh, <laughs> In my experience, the nicest, most thoughtful people I've known in my life are people that used to have serious drinking problems and have uh, found a solution to it, are the most thoughtful people I know. Uh, Me too. I was just talking about this the other day. I was like, um, I I had had something happen where somebody completely flaked, right? And then I was like, you know what? In the the last however many years it's been that I've known a, a lot of alcoholics, I have not once had one of them flake on me, like the ones that are right. no longer drinking right. yeah. and committed to like a life of sobriety. And th- that's the great thing about about people who are sort of in, in recovery is like this commitment to a new life, right. being honest, being reliable, being good. It doesn't mean you're perfect. Right. You know, it doesn't mean you don't think about doing shit or it doesn't mean you don't shop too much or eat too much or you gamble yeah, too yeah. much or whatever. Um, it doesn't mean you still don't act out in ways, but it's like you really are trying to be a better person and more accountable. I think it's just an effort to be your best uh, self. Well, sometimes I think it's all I've got. You know, it's the one simple thing you can do where everything else seems complicated. Right. But like showing up is the easiest thing. Oh, okay. And not drinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely make, the sense. difference between, I mean, without going into, you know, the program or anything on this, in this platform, um, it's definitely the difference between I'm just not going to drink anymore and I decided not to drink anymore and, you know, going to a program. Okay. Because I think when you go to a program, there's more of like, okay, this is, this is the, these are the steps I'm going to follow and this is what I'm going to do whereas if you just quit drinking you just quit drinking you just don't drink and that's it you don't really i mean in my experience of people that are whatever they call it like dry drunks they don't necessarily have to live by a code of ethics or anything like that i agree doesn't mean that they don't doesn't mean that if you're sober and you got sober yourself there i don't have tons of respect for you and doesn't mean you're not a good person i'm just saying that's been my experience that it's not like 
there's this sort of there's these steps and this program to follow to better yourself and your life and like be of service. Okay. I think we're doing a wonderful job <laughs> keeping up with the traditions <laughs> while still making this a podcast. Thank you. Uh, we're really doing it. What did you guys have for breakfast today? I had a smoothie with spinach. and <laughs> That's the best way. Do you guys, this is a great way to teach people to how to test sound <laughs> on a podcast, which I learned at the New York Film Academy. Because if you go, let's just do a mic check, everyone goes, Duh, hey, uh, shit, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I know, you <laughs> had a really say, good technique. What did you have for check. breakfast? And then people go, I had pancakes and maple syrup, and that way you're talking. It's a wonderful trick for all you filmmakers slash podcasters slash radio people. Or musicians. Or when musicians. you get to the club and they tell you to test the mic, I'm always like, hey, hey, one, yeah, two. Like <laughs> so or if you do a theater and you got the, like, the whole sound crew, where it's like a big empty room and you have to test the mic, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, because so they like say something, you're like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. What would you say, Phil, if, if you had to tell tell us what you ate for breakfast on the mic? Oh, to the today. Mm -hmm. uh, I always love hearing. That. It's like a cracker from my uh, <laughs> standpoint. You're thin. Is oh, I am. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, right. You look like you're whittling I, away to nothing. I think buddy. I lost weight because I, I, I was sick. On? Do you think I lost weight too? I just noticed right now. Oh, you're really? Like, well, the horizontal stripes maybe are doing. You also have a long torso. I do. It's horizontal yeah. stripes would make you seem. Wider. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, oh, that's it's a, a vertical. <laughs> no, this is. I was ill. I was ill for the uh, like the last like week or whatever, and I was taking decongestants. Uh -huh. Can uh, I say something? You are sick a lot. You got a weak sick. system. <laughs> You're like a little sick. boy. I'm not <laughs> sick. What's wrong with you? I'm not sick a lot. I've been sick He's a month. Canadian wife. I was on the road every weekend and I uh, traveled a lot in December. I got sick. I don't, wouldn't say I'm sick a lot. I. You're sicker than anyone I know. You have the sniffles. <laughs> in the head. Every time I talk to you, you got a sniffle. <laughs> A sniffle. That was sniff. last weekend. <laughs> uh, he likes that. He likes you being concerned with him. I can I tell. Know. I know. I'm touched. Um, I know, but no, all I'm he not, eats is fruit, and I'm then he wants sick. to put on some weight. I'm He's like, "Should sick. I get the tabbouleh?" I'm not sick. <laughs> 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 Nikki always uh, talks about that. Like, oh, fucking Phil wants to gain weight, and he ordered tabbouleh and a chicken skewer. That happened once. <laughs> people, <laughs> people don't like, want to hear. The burger. Yeah. Get fries. You gotta really be careful who you're with when you're like, oh, I'm trying to gain. weight wait yeah, I just well we were ordering and I was like oh I'm trying to get wait and uh, yeah I ordered a tabbouleh which is a delicious uh, parsley based salad and a chicken scare it's gonna be a nice little meal for me and Nikki stepped in and I ended up getting a uh, turkey burger with cheese and guacamole and uh, fries it was a glazer vention yeah yeah but uh, I had oatmeal and uh, mango and a coffee Nikki's hair looks great. I want to put it out there publicly. I texted her. She got her hair cut. Looks terrific. Yeah, those look nice. We, we are pro Bob. Yeah, pro mm. Bob. She's doing well in Los Angeles. I deeply miss her. But Sarah, we don't want to skip over you. What did you have for breakfast? I just, I just had coffee so far. Oh, okay. That's right. You yeah. have trail mix. I'll work. I don't like trail mix. Oh, really? Unless it has uh, M&M's in it. Oh. Just like candy. So oh, okay. candy in my trail mix. Are you going to go hiking sometime soon, Phil? <laughs> no, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I, I apparently haven't been eating a lot in the last week. No. You're the fourth person today that told me I lost weight. I, I listen. Joe said it. I'm just remarking. You agree? I'm just reporting. It okay. looks a little. I mean, no. You don't. You look, uh, listen. Yeah. I think you're attractive. I know. Most oh, people are supposed to gain weight over the holiday holidays. You know what? I worked you the whole time. It. I was. I didn't go home, and I worked the whole time. Oh, Sarah's one of those people that just forgets to eat. She's like, I ate. At 11 a.m. Like, it's 3 o'clock a.m. now. I, I eat late and I eat all my meals within hours of each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Like, I'm just careless. 
I guess, in that way. I've never met an adult that's just like, ah, I forgot to eat again. Isn't it cool living together? I mean, not that you guys actually technically live together, but it sounds like you spend a lot of time together. That's How so do you cool. adjust your lives around each other? Like, you you know each other's eating schedules and pooping schedules now. Yeah. But, I mean, what else do you learn about one another when you are in a relationship like this and your colleagues? Joe gets cranky when he's hungry, and I he do. doesn't realize it. Mm-hmm. I think that's one. Yeah. I do get cranky when I'm hungry. And oh. do you remind him? Like, no, I just honey. She feeds it. me. <laughs> <laughs> she holds me down. I just know he has to eat <laughs> soon. But I have a lot of friends that get. You can tell that they're irritable because they're hungry. My friend Derek, Phil, you met him. He's yeah. like a he's a he's a he's a portly fella, and he loses his <laughs> mind. He doesn't eat. And like and it's crazy, and he's just like he's like, and he doesn't realize he's like a monster. He's just like ah, he's just screaming at everyone. And like we got to get you some food. He's like, okay, that's a good idea. Um, but I don't know. I think we know each other really well. I think we know it makes each other tick. Do you so, and, uh, do you hang out during the day, or do you just hang out after shows? We hang out during the day. I think. Well, you know, sometimes Sarah will uh, temp have uh, temp or, or do sketch meetings or whatever. Have stuff to do, so uh, we won't. We go to the gym together. We go to the same gym. It's nice. I annoy Sarah. Sarah was going to the gym for like a year, and then I got a gym membership to the same gym, and now I feel like I just ruined her thing. <laughs> a like long she has time? her headphones in and like yeah. the other thing, and I'm like, hey. hey. And then you got to like stop you reading an article. Spot me? And I'm just like, what's going on? This is talking the whole time. Like, yeah. he does not work out at the gym. I don't work out. <laughs> really? Just I just kill just time out. until I go to the steam room. <laughs> Reads magazines. I, I love the steam room. That's what I want to do. You have never had a public steam. Oh, I love a steam. <laughs> yeah. We steamed together in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, did we steam? I think we steamed. Oh, we steamed. We steamed it out. Because you had a cold, so you had to sweat out. You didn't have a cold. I'm never sick. I'm like, yeah. I'm never sick. Um, have you seen Women Aren't Funny? I yeah, Bonnie. No, I haven't seen yeah. it. I thought it was good. So she and her husband are both comics, and they tour, and they have a kid. Yeah, right? Bonnie McFarlane and um, Rich Voss. Rich Voss. I loved that film. Yeah, I thought she did a really you great job on it. Ma- yeah, she definitely did. You should see that movie, uh, Women Aren't Funny. Of course, uh, this makes me think about you guys. Have you talked about family, future? Do you want that? Do you like just being single people? together oh, oh boy <laughs> uh, put me on okay. the spot oh boy you don't um, have to answer i would we want to get married we're gonna get married uh low budge at low budget right yeah low budget do you have, well, any? We don't have any money is it like no. an all you can Until eat salad bar? <laughs> do a potluck at the park Chipotle. we might do something like that Chipotle. we had an idea i had an idea <laughs> that uh sarah and i played uh the, the video game rock band one time uh-huh and we I loved love it rock band I thought about having a, we thought about having a wedding reception where we have a full rock band on stage, like two guitars, a bass, and drums, uh, and we have the game on easy with no fail. So people just rotate playing music. That's the music at the uh, party. Oh, that's, that's that would be very fun. That'd be kind of I like fun, that. That's right? great. I, I don't know if it's a definite, but I it's could, been thrown out there. I could see you being really good at uh, rock band. Oh. You get into it when the tune's wrong. Oh, I rip it. Yeah, I could see you, I could see you excelling What do you at kill that. at? Sarah, Which ones? Sarah, too. Sarah rips Joda it likes well. the muse. does the singing. I do sing. I do 90s rock, like uh, Say It Ain't So, I'm a Beast. <laughs> Weezer? Anything Pearl Jam, of course. and uh, <laughs> Jeremy? Yeah, 90s rock. I really rip do it. Do you do 90s rock ballads? Alice in Chains? The I, do, I, do, I do a great Alice in Chains. <laughs> Down in a hole? Um, 
Man in the Box is probably my favorite. Oh, man in the yeah. Box, I think, is the best rock song of the 90s, probably. I am a man in the box. Um, Joe has some great... Carried in my shit? What does he say? Shove my nose in shit. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I never knew what the lyrics... Um, <clears throat> yes, we do that. But I think we're going to get uh, married, right? Yeah. So? <laughs> but right now, we each, we each have three roommates, yeah, so... Our- our Perfect. belief is uh, you should not get married if you still need roommates. Yeah, so we're trying to... That's why our goal is to oh, make money, right. so we can have a, a wedding. But uh, we're not really religious types or big taboo to, to do. Tabooly. Uh-huh. We're not big tabooly people, <laughs> so I think it'll be a, a, a fun party, right? Am I speaking out of turn here? No, it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be that's small. The plan course, is, you think right? you'll tour? After the wedding, of course. Like, you think, do you guys <laughs> tour on the road? I, I would love to, but neither one of us are getting the kind of gigs where we can be like, and I bring this person. We're just kind of struggling yeah, to get yeah. work. But that's right just now. a matter of time for both of you. But that would, wouldn't, that would, I feel that would be ideal. Uh, of course, yeah. It I would mean, totally to, be ideal. Yeah. So that's the plan. But I've get, I've gotten some headlining work, but it's like, uh, it takes a, a, I don't have an agent, so I get it. And it's the first time. And I can't just be like, also, I bring I this person. I bring my girlfriend. Oh, I meant like <laughs> separately. Oh. Oh, um, but I mean, that would be cool too. That would yeah, be, be that'd that'd really romantic. Cool. Yeah, I'd I think be. a lot. There's a lot of guys that have or bring their girlfriends that are stand-ups on the road. Aldi Charm and um, uh, I can't think of her name. Carrie Louise and Tom Cotter. And Tommy Al- Chong. <laughs> Tommy Chong. Who's yeah, that? yeah. He brings his wife, right? Yeah. Cheech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chung. <laughs> I, I like hearing about couples that are in the same industry because people always tell me like on our last podcast Liz was m- sort of making fun of me because I tend to date people in my it's easier industry. I think and I'm just you know I have dated civilians and I, it is great and everything and I tend to find more people that like me who are not musicians because yeah. musicians tend to be more self-involved and so they don't like me it's just that they really really like themselves right. um but I do, I'm like you, Joe, I want to talk about music. I want to talk shop. It's just fun for me. I'm so, I'm like you, all of you, like we're yeah. sort of obsessed with what we do and it's fun. And so that really turns me on as does, you know, having a muse and right. having my muse be in that world. So it's cool to hear you guys talk about, about how you sort of feed off each other and like being in the industry together. I because I love that. It's fun. I mean, Phil, you and I and Nikki have talked about how you don't want your yeah, girlfriend uh, in the green room or that's like your uh, nightmare. Well, n- my whole, no, but my whole thing would just be... Interesting. <laughs> no, my, no, not that I would like... My, not that I, I don't want uh, Mel in the green room. Not, but, no, 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 not no, but her. Just dating a comedian for me because I... Oh, I and it's just based on experience where relationships have uh, always ended that... Um, yeah, I would just be like tripped. Like I'd just be like, oh fuck, now I gotta follow. Like I'm like getting ready to go on stage and then my ex is there and it's just like a weird vibe before I go on stage. Well, that's that's the fear if you break up. Oh, the Is ex. your friends are going to yeah. fuck your girlfriend. Oh, we're the, in the same spot yeah, now. I guess, yeah, I guess that would be. Like I, we don't have any say. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys I know, like clubs? guys always think that their ex is gonna get fucked by all their friends, but like. But it's you're more likely I mean, to hook not, up. Like we'll usually <laughs> say no. But you're more likely to hook up with com. But I don't. By friends, I mean comics. No, like, I know yeah. what you you're mean. you're more likely to hook up with a comedian than a non-comedian because you know them and you've been introduced. Yeah, and to you're them. around them all the time, and right. Stuff Like that. And I mean, the other thing is, I mean, we also have both previously hung up, hooked up with comedians. So you also have that thing when you're dating someone in your field. You're like, oh. If we break up, you might date. And even before that, you're like, oh, you've hooked up with that guy, that guy, and that guy, and I've hooked up with this girl, and this girl, and that girl. 
Oh, but, only one girl. But you me. get over it, right? <laughs> it's not. It was part yeah, of that you certainly get over. Um, but like that's just another. That's a. That's I'm just throwing out the other, whatever Downsides. issues or th- yeah, I guess downside. But once you're, I think once you're over thirty, getting upset about some of that they previously hooked up with is very yeah. odd mm-hmm. yeah. to me. It's hard to be like. That guy, I shit in a girl's shoe. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Um, yeah, let's yeah. prioritize just exactly what we're mad about. Right. So where our deal breakers are. Uh, but I, for most people, once you're over thirty, you've each had a cavalcade of. Yeah, just a. <laughs> just a train of guys <laughs> in and out. You're like, oh boy. Well. Uh, I, I would know, but I, I, but I would appreciate being to talk about comedy to be engaged with someone about what I do but with saying that uh, the my girlfriend now is I feel like I, I would have said other people that I've dated were interested in comedy and I could talk to them about that but I get I think I was just talking at them about comedy I don't know how interested they really were because now uh, she's like I can tell she's like actually like interested about like I'm trying to like hold back I'm like okay enough I'm not gonna talk about my show anymore mm-hmm. and then she'll ask more questions I'm like oh wow she's actually is interested in this that's cool which is nice yeah very so cool like she so cares it's about not it. necessarily yeah exactly <laughs> it's not necessarily a common interest per se like something she's studying or no or doing but she she's obviously interested in yeah it. yeah and it's not anything that she I think the show that we met at were the, was the first time she ever had come to a comedy show yeah. Yeah, but now she comes to shows more often. Well, another nice thing about dating someone in your field or whatever is that um, we can spend time together, but also be at a comedy venue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh, I'm going to the stand. She's like, oh, I'm at you know, LOL, but I'll come meet you there. And it's like, okay, great. So, where if you're dating a non-comic. Five years in, it's like I don't want to go to fucking stand up New York again. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to go there again. Yeah, we're working or whatever. Or the other one you get in other relationships, if you're not dating a comic, is like, but you went out last night. You know that, right? Oh, right. Where now we understand it's like shows first and then relationship second, kind of. Right? Well, I don't know if we or have no. that policy, do we? <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like you know the priorities. Right. You take work yeah. first. Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Because then that makes the relationship happier because that person's happier. Right. Yeah. You're fulfilling your personal. Right. You're fulfilling yeah. your own dream. First, exactly. I yeah. think is what you mean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's also nice. Again, now it's going to sound like I'm condescending to people that aren't in the arts or whatever, but it's also a turn on and nice to date someone that's pursuing uh, a childhood dream. Mm-hmm. That's not just like, I work at, uh, you know, I'm a manager at Sears. Because that's where I ended up being. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like we're you know running down a dream. So yeah, that's. I almost dated a designer or like an architect. I was really I loved how obsessed he was with architecture. Yeah, and that was cool. And I did feel that sense of like that's really neat, even though I have no idea about your field. Yeah, yeah. Right. I I really liked design, and I was kind of I had just gotten a house and was looking at magazines and stuff, but that faded quickly. Right. <laughs> did you meet him because he was going to work on the house? I actually met him through a comic. He was the comic's friend. Oh really? Yeah. But no, I just was fascinated. He had designed his own home and I went there and I was like, you made these, like you thought up these stairs and you thought up this balcony and then you made it. That was so cool to me. So it was sort of a childhood dream, but, um, but I have to admit, I'm like, I'm like you, I want, 
I just love talking about music and sharing music and like talking about the chorus and the bridge and what do you think about this thing? And then, oh, did you hear that song in that time that it, Morrissey did this? I mean, that's the kind of shit that I love where right. I just know an average person is not going to necessarily be able to talk that kind of shop with me. Right. And I'm not saying I'm on some other level. I'm not. But I think I want to be uplifted and inspired by somebody in my field. And maybe that's not a great reason to get into a relationship, but it is there. I have to, it's sort of undeniable. Yeah. yeah. It's a good relationship, good reason to stay in a relationship if you find that person and then you're like, well, we have this. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, if, with comedy or music or, or, or the arts, or not, it doesn't even have to be the arts. It could be architecture or uh, the medical field, but your, our lives were so uh, encompassed by that that we're like, I'm going to dedicate my life to this thing. So when you meet someone else that also did that, it's, there's a, a bond and affection. I think that's why comics are so close with each other. Yeah. That's why we're close, right, buddy? Yeah, we're real close, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too close. He's sick all the time. Yeah, he, <laughs> I'm not. I got hand sanitizer. <laughs> You got a weak system, pal. I don't think I got a weak system, You're just man. a little <laughs> I'm little like a girl. horse. Are you kidding me? I'm a horse, dude. <laughs> Every time I see you, you're popping pills and blowing your nose. Are you popping pills? I'm Phil, popping I'm worried. Pills. Yeah. I'm not popping pills. I think a vitamin C it yeah. obviously works. I'm like a horse. Uh, I'm a Vitamin C, I heard, is overrated. It's not a real thing or something. Really? Oh, yeah. I take it every night. They keep coming up with these different things. I don't know. I don't. I know. Exactly. Everything online is all lies. <laughs> there was a report on 60 Minutes. There's like one it. big tabloid Sarah Talmash. Everything <laughs> online is all lies. You heard it here first, people. There was a thing on 60 Minutes that it said cancer, uh, like 22 different cancer. They're just bad luck. There's no like thing that causes, like no food or whatever. Really? It's just bad luck. And I was like, well, that's, I don't know if that's a relief or is that bad? Because I'm like, I, part of you wants to be like, I'll just eat salad. I'll exercise. I'll be fine. And then part of me, when I read that, I'm like, fuck it. Let's go to Burger King, baby. Start drinking again. Yeah, exactly. Let's get cooking. Let's get Bob to go to Burger King. Right. You're still... No, but you're still better to take care of yourself because then when you do get sick, all your other organs are like... Right? That's right. And then you feel good on a daily basis. Yeah, I also. feel great and you never get sick. So yeah. That's, 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 the other, that's the thing that people say all the time because I'm like, ah, I'm going to eat a salad and have a smoothie and run. They're like, well, what's the, we're all going to die someday. And you're like, yeah, but I'm going to feel good. Yeah. Today, I'm yeah. going to feel healthy. Yeah, and look good. Yeah. Do I look good? You look diamond. You look great. You, you guys do. both, Thanks you all better. three look great. <laughs> Thank you. You look, and, and this, you look great. Thanks. This is this is you. me, even though I feel like uh, Joe called me skinny earlier. But Joe's look looking great. buff. Joe's looking... Yeah, I feel, Joe, you yeah, look Yeah, you're great. filling out what? that t-shirt. Yeah. Look at those guns. Yeah, well, I'm talking about Sarah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you do. You look buff, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I've been buffing. He flexes every night. I go to the gym. I do. I flex and then I shoot out the light. We made a little video. Check out uh, shoot out the light at Stalamash on Instagram to see a little video we made last night. It's okay, the new I Die want Hard. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We made a little tra trailer for the new Die Hard. Okay, oh, really? so check out Sarah's Twitter. It's Stalamash. Sorry, Stalamash, which is S T O L L E M A C H E. Is that French? Mm -hmm. Uh, Dutch? Scottish. Scottish. Okay, I was close. Uh, you can follow Joe List on Twitter at Joe List Comedy. Yeah. Phil M, as in Marie Antoinette Hanley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Anya Marina on Twitter, at Anya underscore Marina on Instagram. And um, follow at Stand Up New York Labs. Is that right? On Instagram or Twitter or one of those. Are we are we kind of wrapping up? Yeah, we're gonna, uh, can we do we can <clears throat> yeah. plug stuff? Let's do it. You're going to be in Ann Arbor, right? I'm going to be at uh, Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase on January 20th to the 24th. On January 15th, 
Uh, I'm doing a Phil Haley and Friends at uh, Caroline's, and uh, Joe hosts. Joe List. I'm hosting. Yeah, he's gonna host, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go last, and then and also uh, I'm at the Comedy Mix on March twelfth, uh, thirteenth, and fourteenth. And where are you guys at? Um, where you are can, you at? You can see me at the Comedy Nest in Montreal, Canada, buddy. Oh, nice. When are you going there? Uh, April. Thanks for asking. April. I don't know. Hold on. April 16th, 17th, and 18th, the Comedy Nest in Montreal. And the weekend after that, uh, I'll be very far from Montreal. I'll be at Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to split your side. Sarah, will you be performing in New York or surrounding areas? I'll just be in New York, but they're like, Laughing Devil. I don't have my phone on me, so I don't know where they are. <laughs> okay, so check out Sarah's website. Yeah, I have it. Dates are on there. Is it sarahtalmash.com? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's Twitter? A Tumblr. S. Talmash. It's oh, it's a Tumblr. Great. Yeah, We're Sarah all getting that. Com. <laughs> We're all getting that. And uh, I'm Anya Marina. You can buy my albums or um, whatever you'd like to do at the iTunes store or on Amazon or just go to anyamarina.com. I have some new songs up there, too, I think. I'm going to be working on a new album. That should be done, hopefully, by spring. And that's all I have to say at this juncture. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And we miss you, and we miss Nikki Glazer. Please, when you call us at 347-467-1240, leave a message, will you? We see a lot of calls, but no voicemails. So sorry, there's no advice we can give you, because we know <laughs> yeah. absolutely nothing. Our but also, you're not, <laughs> you're not leaving the <laughs> message. So, fuck you. Bye. Bye. And last but not least, don't miss Joe List's fantastic podcast with mark norman it's called tuesdays with stories